0: Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma, and you've checked into Executive Decisions, where we try to fill you in on some of the key components of being in a position of an executive, an entrepreneur, any of those areas that would relate, whether it be the day-to-day issues or some of those larger picture items. Now, this is actually part two of being a CEO with David Cicerelli of Voices.com. He's the founder and CEO of that organization. In the second part here, we're talking a little bit about how he unwinds to get away from some of the stresses of that position, as well as a big perk for him, being a Google Glass Explorer. How about for yourself a little bit, maybe some of the tasks or activities that you're doing on a daily basis, or maybe it's weekly, monthly, that maybe do cause a little bit of stress. You're feeling the pressure. And we only ask because, again, there are people out there that are in these positions, maybe feeling these same ways and, and looking for a little advice. Uh, what are some of the things that, that do get to you or, or some strategies you utilize to help alleviate that or relax a little bit or or take some time away or whatever you do to handle the obvious stresses that come along with being in a position like this?
1: I, I would say the most stress, and this is probably more for you know private companies, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and kind of a, a startup mode. I, I would say the most stressful part is is just making sure you have sufficient financing to continue to, you know, A, operate, let alone B, grow in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So that comes down to cash flow. I mean, companies go under because they run out of cash. It's not because, you know, you can be doing great sales. Right. If you can't collect on that on that sale from you know, or the terms are unfavorable or something, and you know suddenly you're unable to meet a payroll or meet another demands of your other you know vendors or suppliers, that's when you really get into trouble. Um, so that's the that's kind of the thing that always keeps me thinking about um, collections and uh, doing appropriate due diligence on customers we're extending credit to um, those, those type of concerns. Um, and, and it does, it does create stress. Um, there's ups and downs, uh, certainly, you know, but go, kind of living through tighter periods, it reminds you that this is going to be an ongoing issue so that when the tides turn and there's a little bit more, you know, cash available, then, you know, it's, it's, it's only wise and prudent to be, um, putting that away. Um, just like you would in your personal life, you know, having the rating day funds, you you know, every, every smart business is doing the same thing. That's why corporate America has so much cash on their balance sheets that they're just not spending. Hmm. Um, and, you know, this is, this is widely reported. It's like, there's more cash than ever now, yet there's still you know, people are still getting laid off and, and, and corporate restructurings happening, even though they're, they're just flush with cash. Um, because I think people over the last five years have lived through a really tough period, you know, how, how to kind of go about leaving the stress. I mean, for me, I mean, that kind of particular or specific issue aside, I find I get a lot more comfort when I call it the brain dump, which is when I've got all <laughs> these things swirling around in my brain, I need to dump them down onto some paper, And, um, I keep like an executive paper, you know, moleskin journal. Um, and I, and I literally organize my week, um, Mm. just by category or area of the business. Right. So I call it the, you know, it's a fresh page. I'll say weekly action items, finance, and then I'll list the six, uh, items under finance and then human resources. And I'll list six things. And basically it's a big checklist and I work you know if i need something needs to be number 1 i'll put number 1 beside it so i know it gets done or i'll star and i'll you know uh, you know leave room basically to 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 tick things off as as i work through so i you know yes there's the big picture stuff of thinking you know you know a uh, longer term um you know maybe a year or a couple years out but most things happen around here like in, in a weekly what do i need to do this week and that boils down to what do i need to do today so i i gain a lot of comfort from just getting organized if you will <laughs> and then because of that you know i you know when it comes to the weekend i mean i i enjoy a lot of time outside with the kids you know just reading and just you know honestly just some just some relaxing we actually in our family we we started um it was a new year's resolution which is amazing that these things actually stuck <laughs> right um hmm. but we called it no screen sunday hmm. and basically it was it was a you know a, you know if you will a day of rest from technology right um and so it's no iphones no computers no laptops tv nothing with a screen on it no digital cameras even it's just completely like go pick a book up let's go on a hike let's do something um because the rest of the week you're just hyper connected to the web and everybody else and you're constantly staring at your screen um let's let's carve out a time in the in the week and uh frankly, the kids are a lot better at it than I am, and they always call me <laughs> out it. but um you know it's it's just one of those things that we've that we've found you know, as I say, i'm you know, I'm trying to carve out some space so that my brain can kind of think a little bit more clearly, um whether it's getting it all on paper and then not looking at you know computers for me that's that's been one of my my tricks. well,
0: it's interesting you bring up the idea of computers and technology because uh, I was another. I guess I'd see it as a perk to being in a position you're in. Google actually selected you to be a Google Glass explorer, the first Canadian, mm-hmm. in fact, uh, from what I saw there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you're talking about technology, and, and obviously that aspect. Some people, I'm sure, know what it is, and maybe you can fill uh, fill in some of the listeners just briefly on on, on what Google Glass is what they're trying to do um, but just fill us in on how that came about and and give us a little bit of a, a summary and idea of what google glass is and and your thoughts on uh, as you have been as i said a google Glass explorer one of eight thousand in the world
1: yeah it's been it's been quite a quite a wild ride i'll t- i'll tell you i mean uh i i was living in silicon valley my my wife uh you know allowed me to uh, go pursue this um program through the Department of Foreign Affairs here in Canada, and uh, go live in Silicon Valley for three months. Uh, during that time, I heard about the Google Glass Explorer program. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And uh, for the for the uninitiated, it's it's basically um, a computerized glasses. It's mm-hmm. your smartphone that you wear on the side of your head uh and it projects it has this little crystal display uh at the front not directly in your line of sight it's actually in your peripheral vision similar to like a heads up display
0: sure.
1: um and you you can glance up at this screen which is the equivalent to call it a 42 50 inch um HD TV projected out kind of in space about 10 feet in front of you so you kind of see this holographic screen so I thought that was all pretty cool. So I, uh, when I heard about the program, I applied, uh, which involved sending a tweet to Google that said um, what you would do with Google Glass if you were selected. So I said I would do something. Uh, quote incredibly entrepreneurial with uh, sound or the human voice uh, so I kind of left it pretty wide open there and I figured well Google's probably got a lot of engineers and maybe a lot of celebrities that they could tap into maybe they need an entrepreneur so um, fingers crossed uh, luckily enough I, w- I was selected as, as, as one of the few and selected means I had the privilege to spend fifteen hundred dollars and go down to New York and and pick it up they don't ship it to you free by any any stretch of the imagination but uh, seeing <laughs> getting into New York I actually I actually brought my son down to New York with me I thought it would be a, a cool experience yeah. for him and uh, you know he got you know we, we basically both got the the walkthrough and and uh, you know visited Central Park Zoo and took all kinds of photos and videos and, and Times Square and did the whole whole New York tour scene when I returned to Canada as you had mentioned being the first one we thought well I don't see anybody else online saying that they're the first glass explorer let's put together a one page kind of document that explains the SMB will send it to some, some local media and it it ended up getting on national television and and radio and so forth. So it's, it's been great from the publicity standpoint. Um, and, and Google has been really supportive uh, throughout that. You know, my, my initial impressions are, I, I think from a design perspective, it looks really nice. It's very, um, you know, it's a titanium rim. It seems pretty solid to me you know, stays nice and clean. You know, it's not heavy. It's not like, you know, the, the computer, if you will, is kind of on one of the arm, arm bands that goes around uh, your ear. Okay. Uh, it looks like it would be kind of lopsided or heavy, but it's it's actually a pretty lightweight um, device. And basically, as I said, it, it, it does everything that your smartphone can do. It takes uh, pictures, uh, records video, you can do Google searches, you know, view websites, even uh, watch YouTube videos, you know, GPS and, and location-based searching. I mean, it's, uh, it's really kind of your contacts send and receive text messages, phone calls. It really literally is your entire smartphone kind of connected to your head. Now, is that going to be something that the average person out there, um, myself included included is willing to like outright switch from using an iPhone or an Android that's, you know, I guess that's yet to be seen. Having said that, I think there's tremendous commercial or industrial applications um, where Google Glass would excel. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, think of all the scenarios where maybe, um, you know, an insurance adjuster needs to take a bunch of photos and can do so hands-free. Somebody doing surveying or prospecting, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, in in, in the north. Um, Think of uh, first responders coming to a scene They could be literally live streaming video using like a Google Hangout, basically, um, wearing glass and be walking towards a scene or or the security or military applications of basically having this kind of streaming video back to a network operations center where they have, you know, all the all the agents or support personnel wearing Google Glass. You have suddenly all these different firsthand perspectives of what's going on in the field. So I think there's there's those kind of applications where it will do extremely well mm-hmm. and I'm just people really love it when I mean we when I do demos I mean we had an open house at our place you know after the the, the national media attention and we said well maybe we should kind of just open our doors and see if there's some local web developers or people that want to come check it out in the technology scene I was expecting like you know 15 20 people maybe it's like 200 plus people oh. showed up. It was a lineup. After I gave this like ten minute presentation and kind of the highlights, uh, there was a lineup that went on for three hours where I was just giving demo after demo, and and people were you know wanting their photos taken with it and so forth. So I mean, it was there's there's a lot of curiosity and interest, and everyone's like, yeah, I'd use it right away. But when it comes down to it, I'm I'm not sure they would. I'm there's times where it's amazing to have, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy Google Glass. But again, to replace the 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 mobile phone and just the the prominence that it has in all of our lives, uh, I think is, is going to be a really tough challenge.
0: Either way, I mean, it's pretty cool just that you're given that opportunity and uh, the technology behind it, as you said, people are fascinated by it and, and maybe it is something that's not a, a day-to-day, but who knows? You know, we'll see where that goes, uh, but still definitely for interesting sure. to hear it from a you know, perspective of someone who's had the opportunity to, to enjoy it and give it a shot and uh, to, to hear your opinion. I think that's, that's very interesting for all of our listeners. Um, we definitely are getting low on time here, so I did want to give you the floor here at the end. Um, as we do with our guests to give our listeners maybe a, a nice final piece of advice if they're interested in becoming a CEO or being an entrepreneur or, um, you know, just anything in that area that based on your experience, your insight, your knowledge, uh, what you would want to get out there in terms of uh, helping our listeners.
1: Well, even just this morning, I was up mentoring at the uh, Richard Ivey School of Business and and hearing, um, basically giving feedback to uh, students and their ideas that they had for businesses and, you know, everyone's got an idea on how to build the next great thing or service to offer. But really, if you want to uh, pursue entrepreneurship and start a company, it comes down to the execution, meaning actually doing something, taking some kind of action to, to move that idea forward and, and, and make it a reality. So um, that would be, you know, my, my encouragement um, to those listening, if you're thinking about starting a business um start small you know voices was just uh my my wife stephanie and i with two people literally jotted our idea down on a napkin at our <laughs> kitchen table and just kind of like took one day at a time um and reflecting back you know business is made up of people and successful business is a succession of good decisions it's all the right decisions that you made, probably hundreds and thousands of them. It's not necessarily one big idea that made it happen, or one you know magic bullet that's out there. I think it's it's the kind of accumulation of all those right things that you did all along. Um, so that would be kind of my my encouragement is just to go out there and do it. Well, with
0: that, we will bring this episode of Executive Decisions to a close as we have been examining some of the perspectives, strategies, maybe even the skills and personalities that would make for a successful entrepreneur, executive, business owner, uh, those upper level positions that we talk about. Our guest today has been David Cicerelli, the founder and CEO of Voices.com. David, thanks again for sharing your experiences and your knowledge with all of our listeners today. We do appreciate it.
1: You're very welcome.
0: And of course, as always, we want to hear from you, the listeners. So just send us an email to Radio at localjobnetwork.com if you do have any comments or suggestions for any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.